Welcome to the virtual church with Victory Bible Church International, Love Sanctuary Takradi, where Jesus is exalted and His love demonstrated. Now, the sermon. I believe it is God who has delivered His word to Him to deliver unto us. This morning, shall we, with a standing ovation, welcome our Pastor Yossi to come and give us the word of God. Celebrate God. Hallelujah. Why, why don't we continue to put our hands together and celebrate Jesus? Let's continue to put our hands together and celebrate Him. Let us celebrate Him. If you want to add a shout, you can add a shout. Hallelujah. Please, let's, let's have our seat. It's always an exciting time to be in the presence of the Lord. I'm excited to be here this morning. And I strongly believe that you're also excited to be in the presence of God. The word of God says that wherever we meet in his name, there's redemption and there's fullness of joy. If there's anything that must be redeemed from your life, as his word comes this morning, you shall receive that redemption. In the mighty name of Jesus. That joy in you, that is not complete. As you listen to the word of God, that joy shall be fulfilled in the mighty name of Jesus. And it will come out and it will manifest for people to see and to believe and to know that yes, you have come to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Let's put our hands together once again and celebrate Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, Reverend Prosper Sama, wherever you are, I strongly believe you are watching us. I salute you this morning. I thank you for the opportunity you have given to me this morning to bring the word of God to the people that the Lord has entrusted into your hands. That wherever you are, I receive your blessing as I deliver your word, the word of God to your people. Amen. I also want to thank the leadership of this church um, for the support for the work and then the trust or the confidence that they have in me. It is not easy for somebody to live out his pulpit to another person to preach. So I don't take it lightly. I know that, yes, the Lord shall speak to us this morning. Amen. When Daddy called me yesterday that Sophia was in, uh, prepare and come and preach today, I might not be in church today. So you prepare. Whatever happens, I will let you know. As soon as he, he hung up, I said to God that, God, thank you. Because yesterday was my birthday. So I was, I was telling God that what better gift can you give to me on my birthday than to be asked to preach people that God himself has guarded. What an opportunity. He says, go and speak to them. What better gift is that? I want you to put your hands together with me. Let's celebrate God for my life. There are certain things I will say. If I say, I have a problem with the apostle said. So I will say it. Um, let's bow our heads for a word of prayer. Then we shall listen to the word of Father, this morning you have gathered your people. It is you they have come to. 
I'm only but a vessel. I pray that you speak through me, minister through me, and at the end of the day, may you take the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. This morning, I'm talking briefly about wisdom. The last time that I preached, I talked about wisdom. From the beginning of the year, God laid on my heart to study about wisdom. So I decided any time that I have the opportunity to speak to God's people, I will talk about wisdom. Because it is very important that as we journey through our Christian life, our life, the foundation of our life must be based on wisdom. Because any time that you have wisdom and you apply wisdom, you are always ready to go through. I believe that as we hear the word of God, as we listen to wisdom, we carry it in our hearts. And as we carry it in our hearts, we will be able to go far in the name of Jesus. Every decision that we make, if it is based on wisdom, the Lord himself shall perfect it in the mighty name of Jesus. So I want us to read some scriptures and see what wisdom is. Then we will proceed from there. Give me Proverbs chapter 8, verse 10 to 11. If I can have it in GNT. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 10 to 11. Uh -huh. It says, we are talking about wisdom. It says, choose my instruction instead of silver. Choose knowledge rather than the finest gold. So here there is a comparison of silver and gold to what? To wisdom. But the word of God is saying that we should do what? We should take wisdom rather than gold or silver. Let's continue. This is wisdom speaking to us. It says, I am wisdom. I am better than jewels. Nothing you want can be compared with me. So this is wisdom. Hallelujah. So this is a description of wisdom. It says, we know silver, we know gold. They are precious. We know jewels. They are precious. But the word of God is telling us this morning that instead of looking for those things, we must look for what? Wisdom. I pray that by the time we finish, we shall have wisdom in the name of Jesus. The same Proverbs 24 verse 14. Proverbs 24 verse 14. Let's continue with GNT. Uh -huh. It says, you may be sure that wisdom is good for the soul. You know soul. Um, last Friday, I was at a training program and a, a bishop who came to close the ceremony said, as human beings, we are uh, trapartite. Trapartite, meaning that we are three in one. We have a spirit, we have a soul, and we have a body. So God is telling us that you may be sure that wisdom is good for your soul. And we know that our soul comprises of our mind, our world, and our emotions. So when your world is controlled by wisdom, when your mind is controlled by wisdom, and when your emotions are controlled by wisdom, you always break through. May you receive wisdom. May you receive wisdom in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's read another. We are describing what wisdom is so that you will crave for it. And as you crave for it, the Lord shall grant you wisdom and you shall succeed in your life. Let's go to the same Proverbs 16. Verse 16. Proverbs 16, 16. Still with GNT. Uh -huh. It says, it is better. It's talking about wisdom. It says, it is better. Much better to have wisdom and knowledge than gold and silver. As I, I come to the end of my preaching, you will understand this scripture. We'll come back to this scripture and you will understand why it is saying that we should have it instead of silver and gold. Hallelujah. 
And then let's read the last scripture. The same Proverbs chapter 4, verse 6 to 7. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 6 to 7. Uh -huh. Listen. Do not abandon wisdom. She will protect you. That is the word of God. What can you do not abandon? Don't throw it away. Don't throw wisdom away. If you don't throw wisdom away, you will have protection. As you have wisdom, may you be protected. In the mighty name of Jesus. He says, love her. And she will keep you safe. Wisdom says, love her. And wisdom will keep you safe. As we go through, you will understand. So we are talking about wisdom. Pastor, though, in this moment of time, what we are going through, even as a world, it is difficult. And the wisdom of this world will tell you to cut corners, to go through shortcuts. But I tell you, operate in wisdom. If you, if you, if you want to operate in the wisdom of this world, it will bring you to distraction, it will bring you to failure. So please don't do. Always operate in the wisdom of God, and the Lord shall be our helper. In the name of Jesus. He says, getting wisdom is the most important thing you can do. Mewo. Getting wisdom is the most important thing you can do. What's the most important too? It means that when we line up things, it is wisdom that comes first. Whatever else you get, get insight. So this is wisdom. Hallelujah. So I'm just reading all these scriptures to let you know that what we are talking about this morning is very important in our lives. Because when you have wisdom, you are able to take better decisions. If you have wisdom, your actions, if your actions are guided by wisdom, you always make the right decision. You will be at the right place at the right time. You will be able to, 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 to know what is good and what is bad and to choose what is good over what is bad. Hallelujah. May you receive wisdom in the name of Jesus. We will continue. We will establish some facts. By knowing, I have written, by knowing the mind of God through reading of his word and applying to it. I will explain as I go further. So wisdom is embedded in the word of God and we shall establish that. Amen. Let's continue. We'll do a few things. There. It says wisdom helps us to apply the right piece of information and knowledge at the right time. At the right time. You, apply the, you see, daddy said some time ago that when you have knowledge, it is nothing. It is the application of the knowledge that results in applying wisdom. So if you have knowledge and you don't have wisdom, how do you apply that knowledge? But you have knowledge and you have wisdom and you apply wisdom, you shall succeed in the name of Jesus. Say, wisdom teaches us to be patient. Wisdom teaches us to be patient. There's a scripture here. I will read. Maybe let me mention the scripture. It's First Samuel chapter 13, verse 8 to 14. It involves... King Saul, he didn't apply wisdom. And because he didn't apply wisdom, he lost his kingship. He performed a duty that is meant to be performed by a priest. He didn't have wisdom. And because of that, he lost his, his kingship. But you shall not lose your sonship with God. You shall not lose your sonship with God. Because you shall apply wisdom. And you always be a son of God. You will be a child of God. And he shall provide for you. Amen. It says, wisdom helps us to take good decisions, to make the right choices. There was this testimony, this guy, Papa Tado prophesied to him, you, you get job, get two jobs. 
yes, it came true. He had two jobs. But it was time for him to choose which of the jobs that he was going to go and work. <laughs> two scenarios. The first job, it comes with fringe benefits. When I say fringe benefits, he was going to be given accommodation, car, and a, a, a chauffeur, meaning that he'll be given a driver. And the other one, no, it doesn't come with those fringe benefits. And it was time for him to choose. He came there, the prophet said, go and pray and ask for wisdom. He went and he prayed. And he came and said, prophet, I have chosen the one that is without fringe benefits. Oh, is no. So he chose that one. And do you know what happened? After six months, when he was, you know, six months, you go through probation. So after probation, they said, Master, we didn't tell you initially that this job comes with this fringe benefit. They are yours. Go and take them. Oh, but put your hands together and celebrate. It's the application of wisdom. I mean, I won't care because hey, when you're brazy, hey. but that is not what, that shall not be your story. You shall apply wisdom. You will make the right choices. You will take the right actions. You will make the right decisions because this morning you are hearing wisdom in the name of Jesus. Let's continue. It says, to discern between what is good and what is evil. The last time I preached about this, I gave a scenario. I wrote something on a sheet of paper. The wisdom of this soul will tell you that if you add several zeros to a one, if, if, if I have one and I add about four zeros or five zeros, it is no, no longer one. It has become thousands. So the wisdom of this soul will tell you that if you add zeros, you get thousands. You'll be able to solve that issue. But the wisdom of God will tell you, no, if you add zeros, the amount that comes to you is not yours. And it will land you in distraction. So as you apply wisdom, you know, no, I can't add zeros. Let me remain with the one. And as I apply wisdom, the Lord himself shall fulfill in the name of Jesus. I pray that as you make choices, as you are faced with the situation of having to make choices, having to take actions, you apply wisdom. And I strongly believe that the Lord shall grant you wisdom in the name of Jesus. Let me quickly talk about a few things here. Let me talk about say, wisdom, who we see. Wisdom, you see, I'm better than gold, I'm better than silver. Don't abandon me. If you have me, I'll protect you. If you have me, you'll be safe. How do we acquire wisdom? Because if you say wisdom, it's a, who, who is it? What is it? It's a person. And we shall go through some few things to know how we can acquire it. So that when, when you acquire them, and you acquire wisdom, you shall succeed in life. In the name of Jesus. So let me have read. The first thing that you have to do is to fear God. I had a problem, no one. Fear God. They say, beginning of wisdom is the, when you fear God, is the beginning of what? Of wisdom. But most of the time, we misinterpret the word fear. Fear here doesn't mean uh, you are afraid of God, so we will go, no, that is not. It is reverence. And let's read scripture to prove that. So the first thing that you have to do is to fear God, because scripture says that it is the principal thing. So let's read Proverbs chapter 9. Verse 10 to 12. Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10 to 12. We're still dealing with um, GNT. Uh -huh. It says, to be wise, you must first have what? Reverence. Other translation will say, fear God. 
But I will prefer to use, that's why I said GNT. To be wise, you must first have reverence for the Lord. If you know the Holy One, you have understanding. May you have wisdom. May you have wisdom. In the name of Jesus. So, you see, giving reverence to God and knowing Him is the beginning of wisdom. Do you know God? Do you reverence Him? If you do, then you have wisdom. But you can still ask for more. In Jesus' name, amen. So we have established that through the fear of God, you will have wisdom. Hallelujah. The second thing is to desire. Is to desire. When you say to desire, that you, you, you desire to have something. You desire to, to, to do something. So you must desire for it. Hallelujah. So let's read Proverbs chapter 2 verse 4. Proverbs chapter 2 verse 4. It's in some order. So as we pray. So you fear God. Then you desire for it. It says, says, look for it as hard as you would for silver or some hidden treasure. Hey. Hidden treasure. You remember the story. The man who found that hidden treasure on the field. What did he do? He went and sold everything. He bought that land. What did he find there? We found wisdom, hidden treasure, wisdom. So you must desire for it. I mean, if, if you, 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 you need something, you must desire for it. Hallelujah. If you don't desire for it, then it doesn't show that you, you want it. As you desire for it, so you fear God, you reverence God, then you desire. As you desire for wisdom, may the Lord grant it to you in the name of Jesus. You need wisdom. Number three, when you desire for something, what do you do? You pray for it. So it is important to pray for wisdom. You can't assume that, yes, oh, yeah, yes, this are, yes, I can go here, I can go there. No, you don't have to. You have to pray for it. And let's read scripture to prove it. You see, wisdom is very important too. So let's listen to what God says about it when we pray for wisdom. James chapter 1, verse 5. James chapter 1, verse 5. Okay, let me read the end, then we'll, we'll compare some few things in uh, ESV. It said, but if any of you lack wisdom, if any of you lack wisdom, say, it says that you should pray to God. Hallelujah. It didn't say you should consult your intellect. It said you should pray to God because you desire it and you pray. What will happen? He will give it to you. Because it is important, eh? God himself knows that it is important for our lives. That's why he said, when you ask for it, I, the Lord, I will give it. Hallelujah. Because God gives generously and graciously to all. There is no in him here. It says for all. So you can pray for wisdom. I can pray for wisdom. And the good thing is that when we pray, God says that what? he will give it to us. May you pray for wisdom. And as you pray for wisdom, may you receive wisdom. As you receive wisdom, may you apply wisdom. As you apply wisdom, may you be able to make right choices in the name of Jesus. Make better choices. Take the good actions in the mighty name of Jesus. Say, who gives generously? So God doesn't look at whether you deserve it or you don't deserve it. Whether 
you 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 walk and then wabra boy your papa another wabra boy your papa. God does it says generously or that you may not hear the nozma because he himself does it is important. Hallelujah. He says to all without reproach. So whether you are tall or you are short, fair or colored or Indian, it doesn't matter. He, says, God, he gives it generously because he himself knows that it's important. Hallelujah. We'll read the scripture. It's a very long scripture, but we shall still read it. So we have established that if you want wisdom or if you need wisdom, you should reverence God. You should desire for it and you should pray for it. I will deal with only four. So the fourth one is steady the word of God. You should steady the word of God. Let's read Psalm 19 verse 7. Back to GNT. Psalm 19 verse 7. Uh It says, the law of the Lord is perfect. It gives what? Strength. The commands of the Lord are trustworthy. Giving what? Giving what? To those who lack it. This is the word of God. God knows the importance of wisdom in our lives as Christians. So he says that the commands of the Lord are trustworthy. The commands of the Lord. Where do we find the trust of the Lord? It's in the word of God. Hallelujah. And since like giving wisdom to those, so when you read the word of God, you acquire wisdom. So it is one of the things that we can do to acquire wisdom through the word of God. Because the word of God will tell you that this is right, this is wrong. The word of God will tell you that don't choose this, choose that. The word of God will tell you, don't take this action, take that action. Hallelujah. I believe I'm speaking to somebody here. So let us desire for it. In these turbulent times, we are always tempted to do things behind the scenes, to be able to ache and meet, but that will not help you. It will lead you to failure, to lead you to destruction. Don't do it. Hallelujah. So we, we shall read a story. Then we'll, I will explain certain things. Then we can go. So give me First Kings chapter 3. First Kings chapter 3. I'll quickly read through, then I'll read the last scripture and we can go. It says, at Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon. It's a very popular story. I heard this story, Pastor, when I was a little boy. Did I even know that it was in Scripture? We were told at Sunday school. Not Sunday school in church, but at church itself. So let's, let's read. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night and, asked, and God asked, said, ask what I shall give. You. Let's jump to seven. And now, O Lord, my God. So this Solomon is speaking down. You have made me your servant in place of David, my father. Although I am but a little child, I do not know how to go out or come in. Let's continue from nine. From nine. Okay. So Solomon is still speaking. Give your servant, therefore, an understanding mind to govern your people. What has he done here? He has prayed for it. He has desired it. He has prayed for it and he has asked for it. Let's see whether God will grant it to him. And as God grants it to him, whether he will apply it or not. That I may descend between good and evil. For who is able to govern this, your great people? Let's go. Let's read fast. But it's a long story, but we'll finish reading now. It pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this. He says, well, it pleased the Lord. 
when I was preparing this, it didn't come to my mind. Say, it pleased the Lord. It means that what he asked for is important. You see, let me put that way that Solomon has asked for wisdom. And let's see what happened. And God said to him, because you have asked this, and have not asked for yourself long life or riches or the life of your enemies, but have asked for yourself understanding, other scriptures say wisdom, to discern what is right. God is still speaking. Behold, I now do according to your word. Can I go down? Maybe Listen, now, I do according to your word. What word? Solomon had prayed for wisdom. And God is saying that now, as you have prayed, I do according to your word, as you have asked for. Ah, when you pray tonight, may God grant you wisdom. As you are hearing his word, and you are desiring in your heart, and as you pray for it, may you receive it in the name of Jesus. And descending mind, so that none like you has been before. Let's go. I <laughs> Isn't God an amazing God? Isn't God an amazing God? I will finish soon. I give you also what you have not asked for. Both riches and honor. So that no other king shall compare with you all, all your days. So, Meaning that if you have wisdom and you apply wisdom, God shall be with you all your day. Hallelujah. And if you will walk in my ways, keeping my statutes and my commandments as your father David walked, then I will lengthen your days. Let's go. And Solomon awoke and behold, it was a dream. Then he came to Jerusalem and stood before the ark of the covenant of the Lord and offered up burnt offerings and peace of offerings and made feast for all his servants. Let's go. Uh-huh. That is the crust of my matter. Solomon had done what? He had prayed. He had desired for wisdom. He had prayed for it and God has given it to him. Let's see whether Solomon will be able to apply wisdom. And when he applies wisdom, we shall see the end result. Hallelujah. Then two prostitutes came to the king and stood before him. The one woman said, Oh my Lord, this woman and I live in the same house. And I gave birth to a child while she was in the house. Then on the third day after I gave birth, this woman also gave birth. We were alone. There was no one else with us in the house. Only we two were in the house. And this woman's son died in the night because she lay on him. And she arose at midnight and took my son from beside me while my servant slept and laid him at, at breast and laid her dead son. So there is an exchange. Let's see. Then I arose in the morning to nurse my child. Behold, he was dead. But when I looked at him closely in the morning, behold, he was not the child that I born. But the other woman said, No, the living child is mine. The dead child is yours. The first said, No, the dead child is. So there was an argument. Let's see what Solomon did. Then the king said, the one says, this is my son that is alive, and your son is dead. And the other says, no, but your son is dead, and my son is the living one. And the king said, bring me a sword. So that is where he applied the wisdom that he had prayed for and that God had given to him. Okay. No problem. 
bring me a sword. So a sword was brought before the king. Let's go. And the king said, divide the living child into two and give half to the other one and half to the other. Then the woman whose son was alive said to the king, because her heart yearned for her son. Oh my Lord, give her the living child and by no means put him to death. But the other said, he shall be neither mine nor yours. He shall be okay. Then the king answered and said, give the living child to the first woman. What an application of wisdom. May you receive wisdom. As you apply wisdom, may you be able to take right choice, make right choices, take good decisions in the name of Jesus. At your workplace, in your relationship, in anything that you do, apply wisdom. Hallelujah. Then, the, okay, so let's, let's read the last chapter. I think it's 28 is the last um, verse. And all Israel heard of the judgment that the king had rendered. And they stood in awe of the king because they perceived that the wisdom of God was in him to do justice. What was in him? The wisdom of God was in him to do justice. Ah, at your workplace, when things seem to be going wrong, may you be called upon and may that solution that you offer, may it bring an end to that issue in the name of Jesus. Uh, the son of the engineer, there was a, some time ago, there was an issue at where he was working. They've tried, all the engineers have tried. Uh, he called Prophet Ado, Prophet said, you pray, ask for wisdom, and go. Also, you must have some of the children. Okay, No one for them plug you, one No one to use you, one for them What do you say? Can you know Put your hands together. He desired it. He was instructed. As he desired, he went to the source and he was asked, go and pray and ask for wisdom. God granted him that wisdom. May God grant you wisdom. You have come to a crossroads. Pray to God and ask for wisdom. The Lord shall direct you in the name of Jesus. Welcome last scripture though, then we'll close. But I want you to remember this. Solomon asked for wisdom. He did not ask for honor and riches. You remember. But, uh, but God granted him those things. Let's see why God did that. Give me Proverbs chapter 3. I think I have two more scriptures. I will do this illustration. Then we can go. I believe somebody is being blessed this morning. So let's read Proverbs chapter 3. Please this one. Give it to me ESV. Uh -huh. Say, Blessed is the one who finds what? Wisdom. And the one who gets what? Understanding. You see, if you have wisdom, it means that you are blessed. And the reason why you are blessed is that when you apply it, Jesus, who is the author and the physician of your faith, will bring you to an expected end. Do you understand it? That is why you are blessed. So it is a blessing to have wisdom. He said, blessed is the one who finds wisdom. I could not say you remember I said you should desire for it. And this is what the word of God says. He said, the one who finds, 
How do we find something? We search for it. As we desire it, we search for it. And as we search for it, we get it. And the one who gets understanding, let's move. For the gain from her is better the gain. Other translations say it is profitable. So the, the profit that you get from wisdom, it is better than the one that you get from silver. And, uh-huh. and her profit, better than gold. Let's go. 15, you have two more verses to read. She is more precious than jewels. And nothing you desire can compare with her. He says, long life is in her right hand. In her left hand are riches and honor. So you now understand why God gave him riches and honor. You understand the reason why? Because he asked for wisdom. Honorable, what for honorable? I'll give all those to you because I'm a wisdom. I have them in my hands. And you can only hand over to somebody what you've got in your hands. So for said, uh-huh. Let me do this illustration, then we can close. I, I have those two items in my hand. In my left hand is a bottle of water. In my right hand is microphone, right? What's the speaker with baby? are the things that I have in my hand. I can only give what I have in my hands. I can't give a cinnamon tree or cinnamon powder because I don't have it. These are the things that I have in my hand. So I can hand this one over to uh, the Sam, engineer Sam. What is in my left hand? Please put the scripture back. You see, when you apply for wisdom, when he comes, he comes with both hands. When you pray and you ask for wisdom and he comes, he comes with things in her hands. A prayer in the right hand, also, long life. So what have I done? I have handed over long life to him by giving, because this is what I have in my hand. I have handed it over to him. May you receive long life. Because as, as you sit down, wisdom has appeared. With both hands stretched, offering riches and honor. Hallelujah. You are receiving it too. Because it is the word of God that we are proclaiming. And as we proclaim the word of God, it is established. And it shall be established in your life. You shall receive long life. Because you have prayed for wisdom, and wisdom has appeared in her in, in her two hands. He has handed over to you long life. Unsiwara. Riches and honor. So I want you to picture yourself that Jesus is here. The word of God says that Jesus is the power and the wisdom of God. So as you see that, I want you to picture yourself that you are before Jesus. You have prayed and you have asked for wisdom. And he has appeared. What he has in his hands, he is offering. What he has in his hands, he is offering. Amen. Let your amen come we are receiving him. He has come. So what he has in his hands, he is delivering. In the name of Jesus. 
Inti, za okay, hidden. So instead of looking for riches and honor, look for wisdom. Because if you look for wisdom and he appears, he comes with those things and hand them over to you. Ah. Inti say a pepro riches and honor but and look for wisdom. True reverence in God. True desiring for it. True, true, true praying for it. True reading the word of God for it. Shall we be on our feet? And let's stretch out our hands. We will read the last scripture and we will go. Stretch out your hand and pray that Jesus, the word of God says that you are the wisdom and the power of God. My hands are stretched to you now. What you have in your hands, may you hand them over to me. In the name of Jesus. If he's handing over to you long life, it means that he's bringing you healing. It means that he's bringing you healing. In the name of Jesus. Healing is in her hands. And as you stretch forth your hands, you are receiving healing. In the name of Jesus. In his hands are provision. So as your hands are stretched, the Lord is providing for you. The Lord is providing for you. By asking for wisdom, the Lord is providing for you. In the mighty name of Jesus. As your hands are stretched, and as he has appeared with both hands, he's offering protection. He's offering protection. He's offering protection. He's offering protection. Your household is protected because you have acquired wisdom. Your job is protected and secured because you have applied for wisdom and you have received wisdom in the mighty name of Jesus. You changed my destiny with the awesome price you paid. Now I can say thank you for listening. Follow us on YouTube and on Facebook at Prosper Asamoah for more of these teachings. God bless you.